Welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast. I'm Armin, and I'm joined over the phone by Jessica Zada. How are you, Jessica? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you as well. It was a lot of fun uh, being on your podcast. Just, what was it, like two weeks ago? Yeah, almost, yeah, almost two weeks ago. I know we had so much fun. I, mean, I kept you like for forever. We went so long. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was great. And why don't you tell the listeners uh, what your podcast is, uh, what, you, what you guys talk about, where they could follow you, all that kind of stuff. Thank you. Yes. So my podcast is called The Real Housewife of the West Side because I am a housewife. <laughs> I live on the west side of Los Angeles. Uh, but yeah, we talk Bravo stuff, um, pretty much any reality show. I talk about Lifetime movies, true crime stuff. Um, and also I get, um, more personal into stuff like my history, um, with eating disorders and my history with, um, you know, I guess like more personal and relationship stuff. So, um, you can find it on iTunes, just search the real housewife of the West side. It'll come up. And then, um, my Patreon is patreon.com slash R H O W. And that's where I put all of my, um, like my personal encounters with housewives and things like that, I um, I put over there on the Patreon. Would you ever consider being a part of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I'm not as as fabulous as anyone. <laughs> um, I live in a condo in Century City, which is not really that amazing in any sense. And I go to Whole Foods in Ugg boots and sweatpants. So I'm pretty sure that they do not want anything to do with me. I'd rather, yeah, look from the outside in, I guess. I don't, I don't think I have a thick enough skin to, uh, I, I've gotten a little taste of, of it in the past couple of days. And I don't think I could, I don't know how those girls do it, but yeah. You're going to keep to being a real, real Housewife. A real, real housewife. Yes, exactly. But I have to say my favorite, and I don't know if this is controversial or not, but my favorite housewife, I think maybe of all time, but definitely in Beverly Hills is Miss Lisa Rinna. Um, I, just, just based on, I do love her on the show, but also every time I've encountered her in real, real life, she's been an absolute delight and joy and just like she is on the show. So Rinna just seems like so much fun. So much fun. She's, you know, she comes to my soul cycle class sometimes and she just rocks it out. She really does. Does she have as much energy in real life as she does on the show? Um, I mean, I've never been to like a party with her, but, um, just, you know, I've, I've run into her a couple times in Soul Cycle. I run into her a couple times up in this little area up um, kind of between where we live. Um, and she definitely always seems like she has a lot of energy. Yeah. She's very um, energetic and very excited about just like us life in general. So, yeah, that's what it seems like. <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like it would be a blast to hang around Lisa Renna. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I went, yeah, I went to Pilates earlier today and I saw her pull up to get her dry cleaning because my Pilates is right by her dry cleaner. And I was running late to Pilates. Otherwise I may have like run over to her and ask her if she would be on my podcast. You should have. You could I be mean, late to Pilates. You can't you always be, get that opportunity. 
I know. I know. I Next time I go, maybe I'll try and go to Pilates earlier next time and see, because I know her car and I could see maybe, maybe if she'll do it. I mean, this is like way, 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 like not even D list. This is like Z list for her, but. This is kind of like stalker status here. <laughs> you know her car, you uh, follow her to Soul Cycle. You okay. know her dry First cleaning all, schedule. Okay. You're kind of like a Jackie she... uh, Goldschneider here. Oh my God. Yeah, me and Jackie are on the same camp. The only reason, okay, first of all, I've been going to this soul cycle class longer than she has. So let's just get that clear. I go to this teacher's class because I love him and I've been going to his class for seven years. I only know she goes to that dry cleaner. One, because both her and Harry Hamlin's pictures are up on the wall. And my good friend that coincidentally is her neighbor has told me, yes, she actually does go to that dry cleaner. And once when I was at this restaurant, which is also near her dry cleaner, my girlfriend who lives by her said, oh yeah, that's Lisa Rinna's car. So there you go. That's all. I am not a stalker. It is just, yeah. That, and that's what Jackie said. <laughs> I know exactly. Oh my God. Well, you know what? If me and Jackie are the same, I, there's worse people to be compared to. So well, speaking of New Jersey, that's what we're here to talk about. And, yes. uh, you know, Jackie denies being a stalker. She actually thinks Teresa's obsessed with her. Maybe it's uh, Rinna obsessed with you. Who knows, Jessica? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But the way we're going to talk about part two of the Ronge reunion is we are going to kind of go through our top revelations. So before we started, I asked you, Jessica, uh, if you had a top three shocking you know, revelations or tidbits from this reunion. Yeah. Are we starting with third as like the least and building up to the most surprising? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, okay, okay. So my third, I think, would have to be... I'm vacillating between my, third, my second and third, but whatever. Okay, I think that my I'm going to say for my third is the moment in which Andy had a very seemed like a sincere moment with a with Teresa and asked her if Joe is in fact deported will you go with him to which she kind of I felt like she kind of danced around it but um she did pretty much say no yeah so no, she did she said she couldn't uproot. I was, yeah yeah, and I, I completely agree with her you know justification in that was I surprised that she said that Yes and no. I was surprised that she actually verbalized it and kind of was transparent with everyone. Not transparent fully, but I wasn't surprised in it, which, and I've been very vocal about this, that my um, suspicion, I guess, is that um, James, the attorney with the glasses, probably sat her down, you know, way, way, way long time ago and said, this is probably what's going to happen. We need to get your ducks in a row, whatever. And, um, I, you know, I, we all know that she's had some time to prepare for this. And also in the recent light of this whole, I don't know if you want to call it a scandal, but the, you know, the pictures with her and this guy holding hands and she's denying all of it. I mean, listen, I don't think that he's just a friend. I think that, yeah, she's probably boning him. And you know what <laughs> I say? Go, Teresa. I say you deserve it. You spent how many years, you know, underneath fucking Juicy Joe with his gross, I mean, 
Sorry. I just, I I can't. Um, so you know what? I think go for it, girl. I don't think you have anything to be ashamed of. I can understand why maybe her attorney said you should deny it. Um, but I, I think that there's a lot of truth to it. And, um, yeah, I wasn't, I, I, I'm not surprised that she will not follow Joe. Um, but I was, I was surprised a little that she was that, I guessed, um, honest with Andy. Yeah, I think nobody was shocked uh, by the fact that Teresa isn't going to go to Italy if Joe gets deported. And that's still a question mm-hmm. because he is appealing. Um, because if you think about it logistically, it really makes no sense for her and especially the kids to uproot right. their lives, take the kids to a whole new country where they presumably don't speak the language. I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the little ones speak Italian. I can't remember if Gia does either. I think uh, they know like a couple words, but yeah, I don't think they're they're fluent. Yeah, I, I don't think they're fluent enough to at least transition really easily to school and stuff, and then they'd be way behind. It would be a mm-hmm. really, really difficult time for them losing all their friends, and I'm sure they are, right. they're already in school, and they're used to it, and they have their lives, they have their routines and their structures, all that kind of stuff. So it just never made sense, right? So that wasn't the surprising right. thing, but I think you did a good job laying out what was surprising, which was that Teresa even verbalized it. I thought that was a really great point yeah. because for years, Teresa and Joe have operated with code words, right? Like we're going mm-hmm. away, we're going on vacation. Mom's going to go off to work for a while. I don't know. They always used a bunch away of different Away to mesmer. camp. Yeah, going away to camp. They had so many different ways of saying it without really confronting it, you know, head on. Right. But it seems now... Like, it's really hit Teresa. She's fully accepted it more than she ever has before. And you kind of saw it in that moment in this episode when Teresa goes, I can't believe this is my life. I know. I know. And I feel like that, I thought about that moment too because I thought, well, two things. One, did you realize how many times she actually said the word prison during this reunion? She's said it a lot. I'm... Which I she think, never used to say it. She was afraid of the yep, word jail, remember? Yeah, exactly. And I think that she has really, I mean, here's the thing. I Yes, Teresa has flaws and whatever. But honestly, I, I don't want to say I'm proud of her. Like she's like a little kid. But I really have seen her transformation. And I really do. Um, I just, I, I, I commend her because I feel like she, yeah, went from this place of just total denial to a place of, you know, embarrassment and, you know, trying to conceal things and just kind of dancing around things to now just kind of owning it. And she, as Rena would say, own Own it, it. baby. Own it. No, Teresa (laughs) has owned it. Full acceptance. The fact that she will actually say, you know, like, yeah, I went to prison. And the other thing that she said to, um, to Andy, not just about, prison was she that moment when she said yeah I can't believe this is life I felt like that is the most real we have probably ever seen Teresa totally agree it really seeped in and I I just I felt I just I really did feel bad for her because I mean I I don't know what I would do in that situation but I think that she I do think she's a good mom and I think you know she's obviously working her ass off literally and figuratively 
Um, and yeah, I think, I think she's going to ultimately do what's, what's best for her kids. And, and I, I, yeah, I don't think that that's following Giuseppe. If Joe isn't deported, it'll be interesting to see what happens. If they try to resolve things or if they get divorced. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. From what everyone's saying, I feel like it, it is going to happen. They filed an, an appeal, though. Right. Right. That's, I mean. So we just don't know the outcome of that. Exactly. Exactly. So I, and I don't know. Do we know when, like, the deadline of that is? I've heard it's in March. This month. Right, because he's, he's getting out in March, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. God, that went by quick. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens. I I, I hope he gets to stay because he I served really his don't. time and this is the country. This is the only country he's ever really known. And yeah. um, it was a nonviolent offense. And he has exactly. four daughters here. Even exactly. if he divorces uh, Teresa or if Teresa divorces him, whatever, if they end up separating, like he has four daughters here. And I feel like right. the consequences on the the daughters would be like more disastrous than to Joe. Like, you know, yeah. obviously Joe would be devastated, no doubt. Um, but just, right. I, th- I think about it from the, the children's perspective. So don't do that to the kids. Totally. Totally. That would, yeah, I can't, I re- and when they showed the montage of the, oh my God, I mean, I started crying when they showed the montage of the kids and talking to him and, and when then Gia they showed, started oh, crying. Oh my God. And then when they showed the footage of Teresa coming back from jail with her, I forgot that her hair was <laughs> that color and oh my God. I mean, yeah, I was literally like a bawling it, it. And you know, my husband was making fun of me. He's like, you don't know her. You know that, right? And I'm like, but, but I do, like, because yeah, it was it was heartbreaking, and I just, yeah, I I completely agree with what you're saying, and I think I hope that whoever the judge or whoever is in charge of making this decision does see it from that point, as you're not, you won't be punishing him, you'll be punishing the the four girls, and and they didn't have anything to do with this, and they shouldn't have to pay anything for it, so. I hope that it ends up like that, but so yeah. what's your uh what was your second most shocking revelation? Well, my second one is and it kind of is somewhat related to what we just talked about, but when Joe Gorga talked about his um I don't know what you want to call it i guess I guess his experience with joe and and I forget even what the exact question that Andy asked him was, but just his, I mean, it was like he was trying to kind of speak in code, but he like kind of wasn't. And he, I mean, I took, and you tell me how you took it. I took it as he was basically saying like, you know, I, I was actually legitimately working hard and Joe Judice was kind of fucking around and doing some shady shit. And so like, yeah, of course, what did you think was going to happen? So I think the question Um, was about how uh, Teresa was calling Joe out for not spending enough time with Nono. Right. And then Joe Gorga was speaking in code like, well, I was working hard to build up my business. There was a lot of stuff to do. Teresa said, 
Right. Cause Teresa said, well, well, Joe, um, you know, juicy Joe, like he spent a lot of time with, you're right. Now it's coming and, back. And then me. Joe Gorga was saying, yeah, the reason why he spent a lot of time with dad is because mm-hmm. he wasn't actually legitimately working. Right. He was committing fraud. Right. Right. And I was, I, I had that on my list too. Oh my God. That was that intense. Was, that was intense. And I kept, I mean, they, they, at not, I feel like they just a couple times panned to Teresa to see her face and I I couldn't quite read her a hundred percent. I was like, okay, either she's like livid and like steam's coming out of her ears, or she just wants to like crawl under a rock and die. Like she is just like completely ashamed. She seemed taken aback that Joe would go there. That's how it looked yeah. like to me. Like she kind of was like wide-eyed, like where her mouth was agape, like, what? Like you're actually yeah, saying I, this? I can't believe you're saying this. That was that was pretty ballsy what he did. I'm I mean, I don't know. He he definitely made it clear that his at the end of the day, his allegiance is to his wife, which I completely support. Um I, you know, I have that issue in in my my own marriage that, you know, as my husband is Persian, which is very kind of similar to the Italian culture, but, you know, we deal with that too, where I'm like, you know, please come to me first instead of your sister. And, you know, even though he and his sister are very close, but so I can see it, you know, from Melissa's point of view. And I, I, and that's the thing. I don't know if Teresa was more surprised that one, he went there or two, that he was just kind of solidifying that notion of, you know what? this is where I stand and you're not going to come between me and my wife kind of thing. And I think he wanted to shut down like any future talk about him not spending enough right. time with no, no, like that was kind of like him true, bringing the hammer true. down. Yes. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Because it, and Melissa reiterated that too. She said, you know, Joe spends a ton of time with his dad. He sees him, whatever she said, you know, like at least once a week and at least with, and you know, I don't know. I what is the correct amount of time to spend with a parent? I I don't know. And I I don't know if it's more of an issue in um, you know, like in families like that where that there's, you know, uh so much, you know, they're all very 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 closely knit. So I don't know if it's maybe um an issue like that, but I, I don't know. It just I, yeah, I can see where kind of where Teresa's coming from and I can see where Melissa's coming from, but I, I completely support Joe Gorga in saying that, like, listen, I do as much as my can, I can. And he does seem like he, you know, is a hardworking guy. So you know what? I think, yeah, Teresa does need to lay off him about the no, no stuff. Like, come on. But I also agree a little bit with Teresa's stance. And the only reason why is because when Nono himself is verbalizing, his his pain and and how he misses Joe. I feel like that's not mm-hmm. Teresa manipulating him or putting the words in his mouth or saying like we need a narrative for the show. Right. Like right. that moment when Nono's like shame, shame. Like I felt for him really hard and I just feel like if I remember correctly, Nono said something about how like you don't call very often. So I feel like if Joe just yeah. called every day for like right. 5 minutes or every other day for 5 minutes he could still see him once a week. I know he's a busy guy and he has kids himself uh, and a wife and a business. But right. a phone call 
is easy. Takes five minutes, right? Right, right. I mean, I don't know. It's I, I think that there's. I mean, we're we're never going to know the hundred percent truth because we're not there. It, and right. I think, I mean, my father-in-law does that with my husband too. My husband calls, is on the phone with my father-in-law at least once a day. He brings him groceries. He takes him to doctor's appointments. This is just this morning. He took him to a doctor's appointment and I still hear him sometimes say, um, you know, like, Oh, you never spend time with me, stuff like that. So, I mean, we don't know. There's, you know, three sides to every story. So I, you know, I think there's probably truth to what Nono is saying, what Teresa is saying and what Joe's saying. So who knows with the parents, but I think, I think Nono is a character. I think he's funny. He's great. He's I great. He's, we can always get, yeah. we can always use more Nono on the show. <laughs> exactly. Nono and Melania, I, I, I was like on this campaign for a while that I wanted Nono and Melania to like have their own spinoff. <laughs> They're two of the two of the better like side characters in Housewives oh franchise history. I fucking love Melania. She's so fun. I'm rewatching season one right now for our Patreon <gasps> and oh she's just so little and so cute. And the way she says fabulous is amazing. Oh my God. She's and she's just always been like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's Oh my God, she's hysterical. Yeah. And oh, speaking of season one, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and stay on topic, but I just have to say one thing really, really quickly. Do we think that Teresa has had some type of laser treatment on her hairline? I'm the worst person to ask about this. Do you think? <laughs> Camille Camille is better at this. She can tell all the little differences and she knows the procedures. I have zero clue. When they were showing pictures from like way, way before and stuff, and then I Googled Teresa before and after, I feel like it. she had to have. Just like, you know, how Kim Kardashian had the laser hair like removal thing on her forehead um, so that it's not – so that it's like a specific line. I feel like Teresa really did. And maybe people can, I don't know, chime in on this um, when they're, they're listening to this. But I feel like she has more of a forehead now. Mm, but Could be. I don't know. Now you have to you have to keep your eye out for it. Yeah, we just watched the episode where she gets her new bubbies. <laughs> that was a funny episode. Joe had Joe was on one. Yes. Joe was on one. It was actually really really funny. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I actually so have a few quotes written down if I could find them real quick. Um, Joe says, "Yeah, you you wanted them done. Well, what are you gonna be nervous about? You're gonna go from having nipples to having boobs." <laughs> And then he says to the doctor, Fulsi, don't they shrink? <laughs> and the doctor's flabbergasted. He's like, no, uh, a full C will remain a full C. Oh, my God. And here's one more quote. I'm sorry. This is some season one shit, but it's just so funny. He says, oh, well, once you get your little Cs, uh, then, then you're going to want the big Cs. Every girl that gets a B uh, usually wants a C. Or every girl who, who gets a C usually wants a D. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, just get a full C, so you don't have to worry about it later on, right? <laughs> I mean, I kind of miss Joe Judice. I never thought right? I would say that. But, like, just his little uh, fucking things like that, you just, I mean. Oh he always says God. whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see when he gets out if he's going to if he's gonna be like a, you know, like Teresa, like ripped when he comes out, if he's gonna i mean Teresa says he's lost a lot of weight and gotten in shape so those are the rumors yeah i don't know i can't wait to see (laughs) um (laughs) that's why he can't get deported we need to see 
He can't get straight on a plane see. and be flown out to Italy. We need to see. I know. I need to see his after body. <laughs> um, okay. Well, final revelation, Jessica. What was your number one biggest shock, surprise of uh, part two? My number one moment came from the person that I just, I, I just love her from Marge. And it was when, <laughs> when she and Jennifer were talking about uh, Jennifer's house and, uh, and Margaret was saying, you know, it, it, it's, it's very Liberace. It's just, you know, not me. And then she, and then Jennifer said, you know, well, you, you live in clothes racks and, and, um, and Margaret said, I don't live in clothing racks. And then she responds with, and this is one of my favorite lines close to, you know, well, me and my husband, you know, and your husband's in the pool. This is another one from Marge that I just was a gem. Margaret responded, I live in Englewood. You live off the highway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Margaret. (laughs) Which I just thought was amazing. Margaret was basically like, you know what? Yeah, I live in the nice neighborhood. You live off the fucking Paramus Highway. You you have a view of the mall. Like, (laughs) It kind of gave me shades of Ramona. When mm-hmm. Ramona was yep. cr- critiquing, it was yes. Bethany's home, right? In the Hamptons? Yes. yes it's like, yes, oh, yes, it's by the highway. It's like south of the highway or whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, if you want to live off the highway, I don't know. I, I wouldn't do that. But it was like a more sophisticated, more witty, a better quip yes. than Ramona could ever do because it's Ramona. Yes. So like Ramona has the Ramona eyes going and she's all zany. But Margaret just has like the concise quip ready to go, <sighs> ready to fire back. I love her so much. And did you, I don't know if you heard this, but Margaret was on the Jenny McCarthy show the other day. Did you hear her interview? I didn't, no. Oh, I was just, she, you know, Jenny was asking her a couple of things from the season and she was just, she answered everything. And she was very, you know, in terms of like the Jennifer stuff specifically, she said, you know, she was like, I I, I just, that's not my taste. She didn't say anything shady, but I just, I feel like, and this is one of my biggest things with housewives is I feel like regardless of where or who she is talking with or what the situation is, that Margaret is Margaret, that she's not a, um, like a chameleon. She doesn't, you know, change her personality for who she's with. I feel like she is authentically herself regardless of the situation and, um, that's, yeah, that's one of the things that I like most about her. I, I completely agree. And it's kind of cool that we're getting these recent additions that feel mm-hmm. super authentic. Margaret with, uh, New Jersey last season. Um, mm-hmm. I actually even like, uh, the new additions this season, uh, Jackie and Jennifer. I feel like Jackie is a little more prepared and she's coming in to be a ha- powerhouse, but that's fine too. Right. I don't mind that. And then, uh, BH, uh, Denise Richards. Super yes. authentic. She's totally super being herself. Authentic. She doesn't care. She's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be casual. Y'all could be in your super expensive PJs. I'm gonna be very casual. Um, she's just herself. I feel like Denise. She's already the most accomplished out of all of them in a way. At least has the most fame. So she doesn't care. She's just gonna be herself. And she's been on reality TV before. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I really am enjoying um, Denise, and I think. I mean, if you want to hear my. Uh, personal history with Denise, you can turn, tune into my Patreon oh. plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- but, I love the um, uh, natural segue. Right. 
right? Um, no, I mean, regardless of, <laughs> I was going to say regardless of our past, like we've had this long relationship. Um, but no, I, I really am enjoying Denise. And I like that. Um, I like the friendship between Denise and Lisa Rinna too, because I feel like obviously it's authentic. And I feel like, I feel like kind of last season, like everyone was kind of against Lisa Rinna and I'm like, Oh good. You have a friend. <laughs> but, uh, yes, Margaret is a shining star. I don't think that she should go anywhere. I don't think that she is going anywhere. And, um, both her and, and I'm loving her mini facelift or whatever she, whatever procedure she had done. It's, she doesn't look done. I think she just looks refreshed and fantastic. Yeah, she really does. Um, a few honorable mention revelations. Um, Teresa's vibrator named Lilo. That was, I actually (laughs) screamed out loud when she said that. And I was like, I fucking loved that moment. And wait, who actually said it's named Lilo? Was it Teresa? So I guess her own brother, Joe Gorga, has his own nickname for it because he calls it the rabbit. (laughs) And then she's like, no, like his name is Lilo. His name is Lilo. (laughs) Well, okay. Unless I I heard that wrong. As a seasoned and devout Sex and the City watcher, um... The, the rabbit is actually a type of vibrator. Oh, see this. Oh, my God. See, that shows my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> but see, um, I watched yeah. Sex and the City a couple times through, but I just don't remember that. Um, I guess I just don't it remember. It was Samantha gave Charlotte a vibrator, and I myself um, have – I've tested myself multiple times, and I've always come back a Charlotte. Um, <laughs> I, and uh, Samantha gave – uh, Charlotte a vibrator and and Charlotte was like well I guess it's okay it's cute like a little rabbit and uh, it's literally like it's it's kind of like a dick with rabbit ears is what it looks like but yes you know go Joe Gorga for actually being that in tuned with those things I don't know if that worries me or not but he even knew its location um, yeah, that was a little <laughs> in the nightstand like, or, or wherever it was. a little much and it kind of sounded like like he maybe gave it to her or so he was like aren't you using that thing and the- <laughs> it was way too much information for him it was to know way too much information and then for yeah, us exactly. now to know that's why i feel like it has to be an honorable mention here it was it was it was it was it was a great moment uh, there were a couple others uh, real quickly uh Jackie's parents they live in separate houses of course they're still married happily married and they yes. do everything together uh, they have dinner on most nights, as Jackie said, together, but live in separate houses. That's a unique setup. I mean, I I'm not even like, criticizing. I think it's actually kind of innovative. I feel like she mentioned that briefly in that scene where um, everyone came over for Shabbat dinner at her house and she um, got catering, <laughs> which, you know what, I'm I'm not saying that's, that that's something that I would do is like order in catering for Shabbat dinner because making a Shabbat dinner is a lot of fucking work. Um, but yeah, I did find it very, very fascinating when she elaborated on, she kind of commented like, yes, you know, they served their sentences, um, you know, concurrent or right after each other, just like Joe and Teresa did. Um, and then she was like, which is, what did she say? She's like, which is kind of ironic because they still lived apart. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. I think she was like, yeah, they didn't want to serve their house arrest together. They wanted to do it separately right? because they would, they would like jump at each other's throats otherwise. Which, I mean, I guess I can kind of understand. 
understand. Like, I mean, I don't, I work from home and my husband goes to his office. And so I'm, you know, by myself for the bulk of the day. And I don't, I I can see that, like, you know, I don't know what I would do if my, I know some couples that they both work from home and I'm always kind of like, how do you do that? Because I feel like, yeah, if you're alone with someone for so, so long, I could see, you know. You drive each other crazy. Yeah, especially if you're not allowed to leave the house. Right. Especially that. We have the option. Um, (laughs) So I think we covered it all, Jessica. It was... It was, you know, quite the quite the episode, and I'm excited for part three. I am um, anxiously awaiting. I really cannot wait until uh, part three. It's going to be a lot of fun. Jessica, why don't you remind the listeners where they can uh, follow you and find your podcast? Yes, thank you so much. So, um, yes, my podcast is The Real Housewife of the West Side, and um, you can find me on Twitter. I am at R-H-O- West Side Instagram. I am at the Real Housewife of the West Side and uh, iTunes, the Real Housewife of the West Side as well, and uh, Patreon.com slash R H O W. Thanks so much for coming on, uh, Jessica. It was a lot of fun, and, and hopefully, uh, we'll have you back on soon. Thank you so much. And listeners, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we hope you join us next week for the last podcast recap of uh, season nine of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Bye.